Alright. What we're gonna do is go back. Way back. Well, kinda. We'll start with Booksome and Mog. Together they had nine children. Six girls, followed by three boys. They named their youngest daughter Maggie. She married Frey. They had two sons and one daughter. I am the oldest of them. I'm Kendrick. The middle boy they named Herbie. Well, his name is Aubrey, but we'll get into that later. He married Deborah, and they had three girls. I am the oldest of them. I'm Tawana. The third oldest was a girl they named Sadie. She married a man named Roosevelt, and they would have three kids together, the oldest of which was Daryl. He met and married Antoinette, and they too would have three kids together. And with their oldest, they gave Booksum and Mog their very first great-grandchild. That was me, Martine. The oldest of them all, and bossy second mama to many, was a girl named Blossom. She married Jean, and the two of them had seven children together. Whoa. The tallest of them was Jerome. He married Juanita and had two sons. The oldest of them was me, Junie. So, y'all catch all that? Anyway. Hey, cousin! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Extended family, it is Hey Cousins, and we are back for season two, coming at you live, blacker, bigger, better in color. We have so many great topics to discuss with y'all this go around. We really hope that you enjoyed uh, last season. We poured our hearts and souls in it. And now we're just ready to keep doing a little bit more in that and, and, and make this thing even bigger and broader. So um, I know that you guys might, if you're watching us in the introverse, see a little bit of a change. So, um, one thing about this season is we have a new resident cousin in the house. My big cousin, Martine, our big cousin. Well, no, my big cousin and cousin and Tawana's yeah. right. little cousin, or y'all about the same age. We twins, we twins, we twins. Twins. <laughs> I want to, first of all, thank Martine for coming on. She is going to be a great ad. Y'all gonna love her. Like she, when the discussion came on what cousin we wanted to have, come into the seat it was an easy no-brainer she is one of the most personable people that we know let alone already being family and she's got her own accolade so let me go ahead and throw it off to martine to introduce yourself to to our extended family and um kind of let them know where you fall within our family so hey cousin family this is like he said martine so i am the first grandchild of Booksome and Ma's second daughter. So I'll just say Mama S. I'm not gonna put her name out there because I don't need no spankings at this age. You know? <laughs> right. I'm just gonna say Mama S. So I am her first grandchild. Uh, their first great grandchild. Um, uh, when Mama S and my grandfather got together, they had my father. He is the first on that side, and I'm also what's one of the northern cousins because right. grew up in New York. So we have a lot, lot to discuss, talk about the differences in the North versus the South, 
talk about, you know, upbringing and things of that nature. So my background is clinical. Um, I have a doctorate in health psychology. Of course, y'all, I am not on here to be Dr. Ruth, Dr. Phil, Dr. Anything. Please, we are trying to really, really get a grip on our upbringing, our roots, you know, where we come from. That's pretty much what I'm here to do. And of course, I know everyone on here. Yes, when we get together, it's not, it's like time never passed. We, we, we get together, okay? But are we a bit disconnected? Absolutely. So there's so much that we can uh, learn from one another and I'm with it. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And like I said, if I do have some clinical insight, absolutely, I'll jab that in. But I am not Dr. Ruth or Dr. Phil on here. I am just a cousin. <laughs> yes, y'all, you heard here first. Please don't go around town talking about like, oh yeah, like Dr. Whatever said. Psychologist. No, girl. Mm -hmm. the whoop, the whoop, the whoop. No, 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 she did not. <laughs> and we won't, we won't uh, corroborate your story. If, that, if you say that, you lying. Disclaimer. And don't Google already, me. Don't Google already me. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say we are so, so, so proud of Martine and, you know, especially her background because we didn't know. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. It, it, is. it is. It is. And that's why this podcast is so necessary and it's so, you know, important, especially for our family, because when our kids get older, as Kendrick mm -hmm. likes to say, all they have to do is press play. So Absolutely. this is super, um, this, this, this season is going to be super exciting, especially with insight from like the behavioral side of things. I think, I think we're going to kind of unpack a whole lot, but I'm going to be quiet. Well, Tawana actually kind of touched on one of the uh, really dope things that we're going to try to incorporate this season. So not only do we have a new resident cousin, but we want to try to give you guys some more guest cousin visits throughout the season. So we'll be having cousins that, you know, are within our huge expansive family that have some pointed interest in some of the particular topics that we're going to be going down. And another element that we are bringing to this season is we want to hear from y'all. We want to hear from our extended family. And so um, with that, we have been fielding some of the letters that have been coming in, some of the messages that have been coming in. And we have our first of a new installment we are going to call Cuzzo Questions. Okay, so we are going to send it off to the doctor in the house, but not yeah. really. Yeah, not <laughs> off our first letter. Not today, not on a right. <laughs> the weekday doctor. Yes, the weekday. <laughs> so we do have our first letter. So I'll read our first letters. Uh, hello, cousins. I've been watching your podcast and have enjoyed many of the topics that you've shown. I'm a 25 year old male from a similar small town in the South. So my question to you is. How can I value my family when they don't value me? I recently came out as a gay male and was told by multiple people in my family that you're going to hell. How do you continue to connect with those who've shown such negative views of who you are and can't seem to see you for you? Should I continue to try to work on the relationship or just form new relationships with those who value me? Now that is deep and um, everyone's gonna learn that I can relate to some of this. So I'm gonna let you guys answer that and I'm in at the end since I'm part of the LGBTQ family. So um, yeah, that's deep. Absolutely. Yeah, um, this is like a huge issue in our community when it comes down to sexuality and being 
alienated from the family, which to me was always a little strange because for the most part, everybody got at least a gay cousin. So I don't understand the, you know, the hate for someone's personal preference. You know, right. as as being heterosexual, who I sleep with or who I enjoy my time with is none of anyone's business. So why should I, you know, impose my my thoughts and my feelings on someone else's relationships? If they're happy and they're my family or not my family, I'm happy for them. So I don't think we can afford as a community of people to be divided in any way. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, we're all one family at the end of the day, regardless of, you know, those uh nuances of our personal personal lives. So uh, as far as the question about should you move on, you should always go to where you're valued. You know, not all the time the people that have shared the same blood with you are going to be on the same page with you. And when it comes down to it, there's so many people that may go out and do things like commit suicide because uh, they feel like they're left out when there's people that that are around them that show them a love like family, you know, um, you have to kind of choose your own family to a certain point at a certain age, when, especially when it comes down to choosing your path, a healthy path for your life and the lives of everyone around I wish this person much confidence and success in who they are. And you should always value yourself. And if people don't value you, they don't, they don't deserve to have you in their lives. Absolutely. Um, I want to uh, first commend our internet cousin for writing in and being, you know, courageous enough to even share that with us because there's so many people that cannot share that type of thing with another soul in the world, right? So it takes a lot of bravery to be able to even ask us our opinion on, on how they should move forward with a situation such as that. And one of the things that I want to make sure that you are keeping in mind is a really important thing with family regardless is boundaries, right? And one of the things that regardless of who you are, what you are, if you give respect, you should get respect, right? And so I feel like in this particular situation, if you go into it kind of like setting up your particular boundaries, like y'all, I'm who I am and that's can be a different conversation if you are uncomfortable with that conversation but that has no bearing on how i approach you how i you know interact with you how i've always been i'm no different from who i've been before and some people are prepared for that type of conversation and others are not right so i say the step one is create a boundary and let them know like we don't have to talk about anything at all. So if that makes you uncomfortable, you can sidestep that whole thing. And I promise you, we can still have our same relationship. But if they can't accept that, then it's time for you to act on your own boundary and just kind of keep your distance from them. You don't have to keep casting yourself on the fire. The person in your everyday life that you were interacting with that had such a problem with something that you're not even necessarily actively enforcing on them or trying to share with them or level with them about, you would just be done with that person. And just because you share a similar bloodline or the same bloodline does not force you to have to be subjugated to feeling less than at the hands of your family. If they can't take it, move on, you'll be all right. Yeah. And just like Kendrick said, one of the things that's really big in the LGBTQ community that I've seen is that 
they have a way of really bonding together and finding family when they come from a space that doesn't really give them that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many kids that are kicked out early because of their sexuality that go on to find people that would jump in front of a bullet for them. And I'm like, yo, if that's the end game, then I would rather be there than some people who don't even really want me around. I agree. I agree with you both um, wholeheartedly. I feel like, hey, cousin, thank you for, you know, sharing this letter with us because a lot, not only you, but I'm sure we're answering this question for a lot of people that have come out. But I feel like the hard part is done. You finally stepped into your truth. They know who you are. And I mean, either they could take it or leave it. And I mean, at this point, before they knew, you know, what your sexual orientation was, they loved you. So in my opinion, I believe that you continue to just be that cousin, that friend, that 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 brother, that uncle. There's no there's no reason for them to continue to shun you. And if they do, that's a reflection of who they are, not you. So um, I, I think that's every I mean, Julie and Kendrick said the best damn answer. So oh, we got to stop cussing so much, too. <laughs> But they said the best. <laughs> they have the best answer for that. Like you've stepped into your truth, and you know either they could take it or leave it. And at this point, you don't want to be nasty about it, but you you're free now in who you are. So don't let anybody put you back in that cage. I don't care if it's a family member. And that's my that's my take on it. I'll end it. And um, like I said, I can relate coming out and saying, you know, I'm a lesbian woman, I am who I am. I guess my personality um, is a bit different from maybe a lot of the individuals that struggle with their sexuality. Um, I just didn't care. <laughs> yes, I was told, you know, yes, I was told by the other, the older group, oh, you're going to hell, you're going to this. And I, I kindly said, okay, and still did what I did. So to answer that question, I feel like you need to be confident in who you are, regardless of what it is. It's the same as if you're in an interracial uh, relationship, be confident in that interracial relationship and also be ready, right? Because you are constantly going to have to fight for who you are. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. Now mm -hmm. you build that connection with those family members that do love you regardless of the situation or regardless of who you love. And that's exactly what I did. Yes, I'm going to hell over here, but I have cousins who love me over here. So then I'll stick with the ones who love me. That's how you do it. And with the LGBTQ, you did bring up something that was great, Junie. We do build that connection and that bond. Why? Because a lot of us have um, similarities and we can relate to a lot of things. Um, you do have skepticism when it comes to how do I say this kindly? Uh, individuals who are dipping and dabbing, right? Mm. So Thanksgiving in 2017, they had the girlfriend and then Thanksgiving in 2020, they got the boyfriend. And I think that's what kind of confuses the older group to think that, oh no, what? Wait. Well, that girl confused. She just don't know what she want. And it's mm. not that they are who they are. You embrace it regardless of what the situation is. I could care less. A relationship is just that, a relationship, whether it's same sex or opposite sex. Believe me when I tell you, there's really no differences, but the sex, that's it. So be who you are. You have to be confident because if you're not confident, they're not going to feed off of that vibe. They're really not going to come around. And I must say the older group came around. They came mm -hmm. around. And a lot of them, I think they just needed to see <clears throat> 
They needed to ask questions and they needed me to be open enough to say, this is who I am. This is what it looks like for me. And that's what I did. And you move on from there. Thank you for that. Cause I think that was a perfect way to like round out that series of, of answering to such a, such a pertinent question that means a lot to that writer. Right. And I'm so excited to be able to kind of dive into your experiences growing up uh, with, you know, everything that you had to go through and everything that you have uh, surpassed in order to be who you are today. Um, so we will definitely be diving into those elements throughout this season too. And I think it's going to be um, really a really spiritual experience for the listener who might be in the crux of that transition right now. What we want to do now is uh, I want to just make sure that you guys know that you can definitely write in to hey cousin H-G-Y-Y-Y-Y, cousin at gmail.com. You can write any questions. You can write any feedback, anything to us. And uh, if you have any questions for us that you'd like for us to answer on the show, you do not have to disclose your personal information. We will keep those things anonymous on your behalf unless you tell us, no, use my name. So this <laughs> is what I'm talking about, right? Mm. So, um, you know, going forward, we will always be in our inbox fielding those questions. And we thank you for your continual listening. And without any further ado, we are going to get into today's topic. Today's topic, season two, starting off is actually a kind of a lead in from that same question too, right? right? So, yeah. you know, if you are faced with something where you gotta either stay, stick it out or just move on, sometimes you gotta move on and you can't take them people. Today's topic, if you open your word with me, is everybody can't go, okay? Amen. Once again, everybody <laughs> can't go. Can't go. <laughs> So mm -hmm. I'm going to start out this conversation with, I don't know how many of you have been to HBCUs, but I can speak for myself. And as a graduate of Howard University, when you go to freshman orientation, you sit in this big auditorium and they say, look to your left and look to your right. Look to your right. <laughs> and they say, you know, by next year, not everybody's going to be here. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I, I felt like, the spirit of Ayala Vanzant just came out of me. Beloved, let me lean into it. Beloved, at the end of the year, not everybody's gonna be here. Absolutely. <laughs> and with that, right, you go through so many things in life. You go through so many experiences where you've met people, where you've had relationships that sometimes are super close relationships, right? And there comes a point where because of your growth or sometimes because of the lack of someone else's growth, things are not meshing well, right? And so with that, figure out like, do I stay and try to uh, appease this relationship or foster this relationship for the sake of, oh, we've been friends for such and such a years or whatever, or, oh, this should be my business partner because this is my, my best friend from high school or best friend from elementary school. But guess what? You are shooting yourself in the foot a lot of the times by dragging these people along with you on journeys they were never supposed to even be around. And um, I want us to open up the conversation to maybe some experiences that we've had, some insights that we've had, and I will throw it to whoever will catch you. The moment I feel that you decide that you want to 
expand yourself past the boundaries of what you're used to, mm -hmm. that happens. And I think the biggest thing for me as I continue to expand and grow is the guilt that you, in the beginning, you kind of feel guilty about cutting off these old ties and things of that nature. But in order for you to get to your next level of life, you must kind of clean out your closet, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't want a new wardrobe with a closet full of old stuff. It takes a lot of discipline and commitment to yourself, which is important for you to, to kind of make those moves and kind of go through your life and kind of sort out those relationships that might not be serving you. And if, not, if it's not serving you, it's not serving them either. So it's very important to put yourself first so that you can fill your vessel. And then from that point, you can overflow. But if, you, uh, if you're trying to hold on to old stuff, you'll never get your vessel full. So you'll never get to your, your top tier of life for the simple fact that you're trying to hold on to things that aren't congruent with, you know, your, your new standard of living and what you want in life. So it's very important that you, I guess, get some tough skin when it comes to this, because you're going to lose a lot of people that you thought were going to be in your life forever. Just for the simple fact that you're making choices that aren't the same choices they've made. I definitely have to agree with that. If you if you take a look at your life, so um, the age that I am, your age, you think about all the friends that you've had and think about today. Are some of those friends still around? Come on, somebody. So I just mm. feel like a lot of times when uh, Kendrick said you have to have thick skin, I think my skin have always been thick because I just don't care. I, right. Because if you're not reciprocating what I'm giving or you're not adding value, and that's any relationship, that's in a partnership as well. If I'm in a relationship with someone, I need you to add something to this relationship. It can't just be one way, one-sided. So you have to purge. And I'm okay Absolutely. with purging. I like to purge when it comes to clothes because I like new stuff. So I purge in a minute so I could get new stuff. And I'll do the same in all areas. And I also feel like when you hold on, you're blocking your blessings indirectly. You really yeah. are. Because I've seen by experience, me letting go and me being so fulfilled in the end. Mm. So, it, I mean, you have to do it. You have to do it. And those that belong there will continue to be there. Absolutely. So there's nothing to be afraid of. It's okay. You have to kind of put self first at some point in time. And we're all parents on this call. We're all moms, dads. So then you think about your kid after that. Yes. You think about mm -hmm. your child because that you, you're starting to build for them as well. And you want them to model this behavior. Absolutely. You don't want them to stay stuck and you don't want them to stay stagnant. So why not? Let things and go. Martin, with to that point, like mm -hmm. I, I want, I, I want to make sure that I highlight what you just said. Like you, you brought in the element of kids, and we all know from last season that I'm a new dad, right? My my son is eight months now, right? And yep. when we found out that my wife was pregnant, the first time that we found out that she was pregnant, like mm -hmm. it was a game changer for me. It was like, wait, like everybody in my sphere is about to be a direct influence on my child and who Bingo. he or she Absolutely. may be and all of that, right? And it really just, it, it allows that hatchet to fly, baby. Like, and <laughs> I didn't have that, you know what I'm saying, beforehand, yeah. but now it's like, oh, you gotta go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Do you trust this person with your child? If if you're questioning that, then they, they gotta go. They gotta mm-hmm. go. You know, Absolutely. can your child look at this person and learn something from them? Can your child go and hang with this person for a weekend? Do you trust this person with it? it it's a lot of thinking and thought process that goes into it. And, and Kendrick said, having tough skin. And like I said, I don't know, it's just the person I am. That's Mama S right there. Mama S. <laughs> And I must say, I have that DNA where it's like, clam bam, it is what it is, because I'm all about making it happen and handling yeah. my And my son comes first. He comes first. And I have to model what I want to see for him. Mm-hmm. He, he can't see something that I'm not doing myself. There's just right, no. Exactly. exactly. And that, that goes for the people that's around me, too. Kids always model what you do versus what you say. Exactly. And, and he's at that a part. Cool developmental stage, right? So seven-year-olds, mm-hmm. that's critical. That They're mm-hmm. watching everything. Even when you think they don't see, they are watching everything and they feed off of your energy. Mom, are you okay? What's going on? He's very, very in tune. Very, very mm-hmm. in tune. To the point where I'm shocked like that. I thought I was covering that up, but you're Probably not. Right. Yeah. Wow. They- everything they see everything so if you're not modeling this then mm-mm. it's not gonna work it's not gonna work just to contribute to this conversation okay so you guys talked about um when it's time like everybody can't go and that's a hard thing especially um in dealing with business and family um it's it's something that it reminds me of y'all remember when we used to be in school or maybe on a job or something and you had a project to do and oh, before it's it's it's, a, it's it's everybody is involved in the project, but it's always that one that does not do what they're supposed to do. And then right. when you call them out, they instantly well, you know, make excuses or whatever, and you still want them to get the grade that you're gonna get because mm-hmm. they started out, you know, with you, with you. on this journey, mm-hmm. but they didn't deliver none of their action items or their deliverables. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, when you think about that, it's like in that setting, they still get the grade because nine times out of 10, when I was in school, I never told, oh, Jenny ain't did her work or this one didn't do his work. Josh didn't do his work. They end up still getting the grade. But when mm-hmm. it comes to life, it's a little bit different. Huh? <laughs> my teacher, she called him out. She didn't do her work. <laughs> oh, she ain't working. Yeah. She was that one. At the meeting. But I didn't tell on them or whatever. I just let it ride or whatever. But that spilled over into my personal life and dealing with people because, you know, as people, sometimes you always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, just let it ride. You know, it ain't what it is. But what I've learned um, on this journey of only 40, I learned that. Just like y'all said, some people can't go. They just, they just, they just can't go. And it's because either you uh, have outgrown them, because we do outgrow people. Let's get oh, it yeah. like like Martin led the conversation and said, "Are you friends with some of the same people that you were friends with when you were 16 years old?" For me, that's a hell no. You know what I'm saying? 21, no. Some people have been recently cut off as as early as two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Because we just don't have the same values. We don't share the same morals. We don't see things the way, you know, we, we cut from different cloths. Mm-hmm. So I think 
even though I use a school situation or project situation as a starter for the conversation, um, I really think in our personal lives, we have to assess the people that are around us because like Kendrick said, when you're going to a level of high vibrations, when you're on a different frequency, when you're in a different mindset, everybody is not going to be able to see the same things. Like sometimes when I, certain, certain topics and certain things I talk about, I don't talk about with certain people because they would have no idea what they I'm don't. talking about or how to contribute to the conversation. So yeah. it's just a part of life. It's, a, it's, it's, it's one of the growing pains of life. You have to cut Absolutely. off some people that anchor and hold you down. Yeah. I have to say with this podcast, you think about how large our family is. So mm -hmm. you don't, I must say, I value that as I got older because I had so many cousins. I'm like, what are I friends for? I got all mm. these cousins. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like you have all these cousins who have the same roots, who have a uh, similar ethics and moral ethics and work habits and things like that because we all pretty much got that instilled in us but i need all these friends and people for that that doesn't make any sense you know so you exactly. start value the relationship of your family way more than Absolutely. The i feel like of course having friends is very important your social skills on that whole another developmental level absolutely great but as you get older you start to see things way differently and we have more than enough cousins to connect yeah and to piggyback on that part that you just said too like when I was younger when I was in my early 20s mid 20s like I was like nah like that's crazy talk like you know like your friends are the people that you choose and boop, 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 whatever whatever and when I tell you as the years go by all of the things that people told me that I was like, no, that's not the case is really lining up to making sense because yes. those same friends that you chose, mm -hmm. guess what? If y'all not moving in similar capacities, then they're going to start dropping off. Like in the things that are important to you are not going to be important to them. I had um, a friend that I ended up losing touch with and it was kind of a difficult situation for me, but, but one time I had this one really eye-opening conversation with this friend, right? And we were just kind of like doing what we normally do, shooting the shit, talking about life. And I was introducing some new concepts that I wanted to bring into my own life and some new business ventures that I wanted to start. And they were talking about some things too. And um, then I was doing my usual, just being supportive and trying to come up with ideas and whatnot. But this person had, every excuse in the book as to why they couldn't achieve the thing that to achieve when i tell you i was on this call so irritated like it was like in my spirit like yo this is the conversation that i'm on like this is actually draining me from being able to do the stuff that i want to do to take myself to the next level right so i think sometimes it's difficult to let go especially based off of that time frame but guess what if you continue on with somebody who's not meant for you it's going to either hurt you or it's gonna hurt them. And I think when you take on the, the part that, oh shit, I might be hurting them more than I'm helping them. Cause guess what? If you put somebody in a room that they're not prepared for, it could utterly destroy their life. Like, Absolutely. let me give you a small example. You know, if um, like, and this is a small anecdote that's just off the top of the dome. 
let's say I'm gonna be this world-renowned musician, right? And I got this homie that played drums a little bit, played drums okay, but not the greatest musician. But I'm like, yo, you my homie, you from my, my town, like we love each other, you coming all the way with me, right? But being on a grand stage where I end up at was not his storyline, was not supposed to be where he's supposed to go. Next thing you know, the niggas on crack, right? And then you out in this room doing all these things, doing whatever, whatever, living your best life. And you brought him to a room that he wasn't allowed to be in. And guess what? He's in the corner on a dirty mattress with a needle out his arm. Uh, crack strikes again. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but you're not. But that's 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 real. Either either they're coming with you, or they're gonna pull you back to where you're leaving. Yeah. So yeah. Choose yourself, or you or you choose to stay stagnant. And that's why so many people are bitter and upset with life because they're blaming other people for you know where they're at. Whereas it's your responsibility to choose your course, and you Absolutely. have to have the discipline to be able to be like, yeah, well, hey, this is where you get off. I'm I'm an introverted person by nature, so I enjoy, I relish in my alone time. So the people I bring into my life, if you're not adding value to me, you're disturbing my peace. And the more I get older, your peace is such an integral part of your growth and development. When you start stepping up, I don't want to hear of why I can't do anything. So the first time anybody tells me I can't do anything, I'm already looking at you like, mm, okay. You see how long these conversations continue because again, you have to build yourself up to such a full head esteem that to, you have to choose yourself. Choose yourself okay. first and I think everyone else falls into place. I agree with that. I, and sometimes you have friends and you don't even know the storybook until certain things in your life start to happen. So for mm. me, I had friends who they would rather me maybe struggling and going through things and that's when they want to be the friend but when you're mm. doing good and you on top of whatever no phone calls no you know how you doing what's going on or you have a successful story and they're just like oh okay I had a friend who I thought was a friend we were friends for quite some time so for me a big um a big thing for me was having my child that was like that was like a wedding for that, that was like everything. That's what I wanted after I graduate, after I get my my doctorate, I am going to have this child and I made it happen. So my baby shower was big. So I thought that was like a wedding for me. Mm-hmm. This person got married and didn't tell me. I wasn't invited because the husband was homophobic. What? Oh, wow. I want any of my kind at the wedding. Hmm. Friends for you. Wow. True wow. friend, you would think that person would advocate and say, what? Right. Oh, no, that's my friend. You crazy. We've been. If you agree with that, then I was like, ooh, blindside. Yeah. Did you see that coming? Oh, that's how you feel. Oh. Yeah. But you yeah. was just turning up with me at the shower. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused. Mm. But no hard feelings. It is what it is. You guys have a happy life. That's it. But you move forward and you move on and they start to just let you see who they really and truly really are. It's, it's funny that you say that too, because when when you mention like just letting them go, 
one of the things that really always rings true to me is like, sometimes you have those moments where you're like, oh no, is this the right decision that I'm making? Like, is there something right. I could be teaching them? Is there, is this a, a, a learning situation? Is this a life lesson that I'm supposed to be facilitating in their life? Or do I just like chop it off? Like when I, I want to say Kendrick was saying something earlier, right? And the first words that popped into my head were survivor's guilt, right? And so absolutely. I, for those of you guys who are not familiar with that concept, survivor skill, it says here on the internet that um, it's called survivor syndrome. And it's a mental condition that occurs when a person believes they have done something wrong by surviving a traumatic or tragic event when others did not, often feeling self-guilt, right? Yeah. And granted, this is a kind of a, a different type of element of that, but any situation in your life that you make it past, like let's say this is a, a struggle period of my life or this is my 20s, you know what I'm saying? And I'm about to make it into my 30s and it's people from my 20s in my sphere that cannot go and I'm here left and it's like, well, what about my friend? Like, you know, they're doing a little bad right now and I'm doing a little good. Maybe I should reach back out to them and, you know, see what's going on and, and try to help bring them up to where I'm at. And one of the things that my therapist told me when I was speaking with her, about some of the things that I'm dealing with as far as like losing friends and, and being like kind of torn with that. I'm like, should I reach out? Should I have like a come to Jesus call or whatever? And the therapist was like, look, y'all were friends and there are reasons and seasons for every single thing that happens, right? And if you see this person and you go, like if you see this person out, right? would you say hi to them? Would you shake their hand? Would you have been like, oh, good to see you and genuinely mean that? And I said, yeah. And then she was like, that can be enough. And that Absolutely. honestly got very simple, but that shit blew my mind. Cause I thought I had to be an integral part of this person's life because I started out that way. But <laughs> guess what? When you release yourself from that obligation cause it was never yours to even carry. Cause exactly. you can only care about yourself and and the people under you, you know what I'm saying? Like your kids, you know what I'm saying? To even that to, to an extent, you know what I'm saying? When your right. kids get grown, then they on their own, you know, for all intents and purposes, like you cannot live their life for them. And nope. I think everybody out there, if you are in a situation where you are struggling with whether or not to continue on in, in a relationship, in a business situation, if you can walk away from that, that peace around it, protect that peace, like Kendrick was saying, keep your peace and you will be all the better for it. Which is very important. I um, definitely want to add too, sometimes, okay, like with the friend situation, I think that's the hardest because with classmates and people that just kind of like come along, even though you guys become like, you can become close with somebody that comes along, it's easier to be like, uh-uh, I, I, I can't. It's, it's easier to kind of, wipe your hands with somebody who wasn't like a childhood friend, somebody you grew up with from the seventh grade or somebody high school you grew up with. Because for me, one of my friends, I thought she, you know, and two, we have to listen to our intuition because sometimes our spirit be telling us what to do and how to go. It's our guide. It's our light. And mm -hmm. we don't be listening. Point blank, mm -hmm. period. But one of my, one of somebody that I considered a friend Every time it was a birthday, I'm sending a cash app. Um, her son's birthday, I'm sending something for the birthday, you know. But when my book came out, Dream bought one copy. When my mm. birthday come, 
I don't give no cash app. Not that I'm looking for it, but it's not the, the what I do is not reciprocated in no way. Not even like I don't care about money or nothing like that. But to me, I feel like in a friendship, any type of ship, friendship, partnership, relationship, it should be reciprocated, like mm-hmm. in, in your own way. So even though giving money, because I do not have time to go to no store and buy no gifts and stuff like that. I just, <laughs> here girl, get what you want, get some lunch. All my friends know that's, you know, that's how I am. But you mm-hmm. not even thought of me enough to send a card, a card ain't but 50 cents. You know, my birthday come the same day every year. Every and year. You call yourself <laughs> my friend, but you quit the take. Mm-hmm. You've never done anything for my sons. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just to me. And, you know, I had a conversation with her a long time ago when, when I first wrote my book. I was like, why you never bought my book or whatever? I said, you act like you jealous of me. I said something to her. She was like, jealous? I admire you. And, and, and in that instance, back then, as a young, young, young woman, I'm like 20 something years old. I was, I didn't know to look at it like this. Now, 40 years old, hindsight is 2020, but mm-hmm. it's like the admiration turned to envy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once I realized you like me, but you don't like that I'm up, or you don't like the fact that you're not like me, then you can't, you can't come because see, I would have continued to, until I did an assessment and an evaluation of everybody in my life and the value that they bring to my life. I would have never, if I had never took the time to assess, we got to assess because sometimes if you don't look at what's around and who's around, that could be the very reason why you're not going up, you know? Absolutely. The assessment, I was like, she can't go. He can't go. She can't go. She can't come with me because I'm a giving person. I'm a share because mm-hmm. I can't take it all with me. I don't care if it's knowledge, money, whatever. I can, it can't go with me. So I don't mind sharing. But some right. people, I want to give it to the people that deserve it. I want to give it to the people. I want to give to the people that need it and want it and is, are not takers. So sometimes admiration turns to jealousy with your yeah. friends. And even yeah. though you want to take them with you, they cannot go because the... If, if they rock with you and they support you, that's what you're going to see from them. And if yes. you don't see it from them, there's a reason why. Yourself, themselves, somebody that love you, there's no reason why they shouldn't support you. And I think yes. once I did the assessment, I was able to see who rocked with me and who didn't. Exactly. And it's easy to see. It's, it's, it's actually easy to see because your true yeah. friend, they always rocking out for you. They're yes. always telling you you're doing good. You can do this. And your true friends is also going to tell you about you. And I have those friends, so I know what that is supposed to look like. Like, you know, when I was dating, they'll be like, um, well, Marcin, you're not the easiest person to get along with. And I'm like, girl, I'm not. You really need that. And, and that's what you want around you. You don't want a yes man. I don't want a yes man for you to just be, right. oh, yeah. No, you're nice. No. Mm-hmm. Tell me what it is. Tell me what mm-hmm. I need to fix because it doesn't do you any good. So those two friends, and like I'm telling you, please, they start going down. To- yeah. Absolutely. And down. you know what? Even wow. To those, those two points that both of y'all made, like it just tied together for me too. Like, because sometimes you have friends that start out that way that are very good friends in your life. Mm-hmm. during this phase right that are mm-hmm. great like they'll call you out on your stuff they'll support you but then some days 
they might be going through a situation, a certain situation, or they might be in a, a stage of life where they're not showing up in your life in that same way, which yeah. harkens back to how Tawana was saying, taking assessments. Just because they've been a great friend to you in the past doesn't mean that they are a great friend to you today. And right. when that is the case, guess what? They can't go no more. You know what I'm saying? They have reached their cutoff point. Mm -hmm. And with us all being grown adults now, it's very important that you are constantly assessing yourself. And with that, just like Tawana said, if you're assessing yourself, why then am I not assessing the sphere around me, all the people around me? If I'm constantly trying to do better myself and make myself better and, and be better to people and show up better for the other people in my life, I got to require that same thing from the people in my life toward me. And I, I, I think... I think y'all y'all hit the nail on the head with that. And I, I, we, we can definitely attest that our true, true friends are siblings because we have sisters who we can also turn to and they can really tell us about us, you know? So right. that is also very important, you know, when you're growing and you're, you're dealing with certain things. So that that's big for me, turning to my sisters. And it's crazy that I say my sisters because the, the two younger one is like, they, I'm, they were babies, but now they grownups and they get it and they understand. And I, sometimes I'm having a conversation with them and I can't believe I'm having this conversation with them like that. Mm -hmm. They got a perspective. Like, they have a perspective. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, you, oh, you get it, get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what my sister mm -hmm. just said. Um, and that's the reason why it was so much noise in the background because Tara was here this weekend. Um, okay. Daughter, okay, so Tamara, so this is a family dynamic, y'all. So... <laughs> Tamara has Tara's daughter and is basically helping Tara out because Tara moved from Raleigh-Durham to Charlotte. And while Tara's working everything out, it would have been too much riff and wrath with Taylor in school. So yeah. Tamara was like, Tamara was like, you want me to get Taylor? She ended up getting Taylor. Taylor and Casey, Tamara's daughter, are the same ages. So you have auntie raising niece. Even in mm -hmm. our generation, yes. Um, and even though Tara get Tara's gonna get her daughter back, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just we it's Taylor's birthday and we all were together. And there was an incident that happened with one of Tamara's friends, and she was like, "That girl must we don't know. I got sisters. I don't need no friends. I, I got sisters." So <laughs> my sister's on my bill. If anybody's quote, like, Tamara's quote for sure. If, mm. if, if I can hear anybody in our family saying that, I can hear Tamara saying that now. For real. Yeah. Tamara and Tamara. Yeah, they both. They both. They like, we, I got sisters. I don't. Bye. See ya. <laughs> but it's a great, it's, it's great. Number one, to see that we had that bomb. My mama made sure if we fought, she get that Bible out and she is Psalm, nine, Psalm 23. All I made up, I ain't talking to her. Get this Bible out. See, I ain't got time for my kids not to be talking. That's like her biggest fear. Like, I do not want to raise daughters that end up, if I pass away, they mad at each other and they ain't speaking. No, we ain't finna do that. No, 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 no. But I, mean, I think it's so You're gonna have riffs. You're gonna have riffs. Yeah, we have this. Girl, we have disagreements. We have blowouts. Sometimes we haven't talked to Tara in like three months or something like that. Like we'll talk to her, but not talk talk to her. And it yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm not throwing that one away. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's one of them things. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's like contradictory to what I just said. But even though she's my family, 
she has to go. She, I can't, I'll, I'll never leave her behind because she's my sister. You know that's, what I'm saying? And, that's right. and if I argue with my sister on Monday, you bet you, you need to understand that you cannot argue or say nothing about her because I'm right. on her yeah. behalf, still not talk to her, but you won't get it. So mm -mm, absolutely mm -hmm. not. And that's how I am with family as a whole. Because remember, the cousins were raised pretty much like siblings. We were, yeah. we're close. We're close. Always around each other. Girls, right. we are close. I have an aunt who I'm close with. That's like my sister. So y'all better not say anything because we're going to have a problem. Mm -hmm. Now, always get along. Do we always see eye to eye? Maybe not. But it is what it is. It comes with it. Now, okay, this brings a really cool element that I also want to make sure that we cover in too. So the topic of today's sermon is everybody can't go right now do we have any input on the decision making process to maybe think about bringing certain people on like when can people go you know what i'm saying what does that look like especially if there is you've been met with a oh you might not be able to go situation but what are we doing to consider giving them a second chance you know what I'm saying? Like, when can when can they go? At this point in the game, um, what we're talking about, it's all a part of the whole adulting process. You have to be able to make decisions for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. I ask for guidance. Mm -hmm. And to want to want to spoke to intuition. And I thought this was like some women stuff for a long time. <laughs> when you really start getting into yourself and I ask, if I ask any question to myself and I sit with it, I'll get the right answer. Yeah. Or some type of inspiration to make a certain move and yeah. you really have to because i mean you'll get to a certain level of success in life you know kind of like winging it but when you're trying to like push past certain things you have to really you have to tap into your god and that will always kind of put you into a place where you're always moving in the right direction and it kind of eases the blow of people falling off for the simple fact that just as recently as maybe a few weeks ago you know i'm cleaning up all my old stuff because again to bring in and make space for the new you have to clean out the old and Absolutely. when i do things like that i'll ask for hey not just these clothes or this old stuff right here anything that's not serving a purpose in my life or me not doing the same to that same uh uh end has to has to go and you'll be surprised your phone will stop ringing <laughs> you start, people that you knew all your life just just go away and this yeah. is never i always i always send out if it's like that it's always love it's yeah. always love there's no oh we got beef we got no beef i love you and i want the best for you i just can't be with you right now because i'm i'm heading in this direction you're in this direction you always have before i go to bed at night and sometimes i wake up in the morning i kind of go and i send love out to all my people now y'all know i'm not really big on yeah i'm not really big on talking to people on the phone. So mm, very few people have access to me. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I thought for a long time, I kind of struggled with that because my personality, because I'm more introverted. I thought it was something wrong with me because like, oh, you know, people call you and make you feel guilty. Oh, you don't call and check on me. But yeah. that, that same morning, I'm like, I'm saying out love so that you really tap into your spiritual aspect. And it's not to be all religious stuff. I'm talking about your spirit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it has all it has all the answers it has all the answers and once you align with that the outcomes will be easy to deal with i 
need to we need to clarify some things here because when we say everybody can't go, just because you have a disagreement with somebody, that does not mean that you cut them off. And I'm right. gonna say this. No. For a long time, I, I, I'm mad. I ain't talking to her no more. And I'm talking back to him three days later. Come on now. Especially in relationships. How many relationships? I ain't talk to that person no more. And you write back there on the phone, texting, kissing, whatever, making up. So I think we need to understand and bring clarity around when we say they can't go, we mean in the sense of the mindset, more of that than if you have a disagreement. Because we can all sit on this phone and agree to disagree and then see each other at a a wedding or a funeral or a baby shower and be just fine. You know what I'm saying? Continue to share, continue to inspire, continue to empower, continue to uplift. As Kendrick said, I got sin, light, and love ahead of you and to your family members every day. Every time I'm thinking about something that is not conducive to the health of my mind, I start sending love and light. I send love and light ahead of me. So Kendrick is an introvert, and people would think that I'm an extrovert, but I'm an ambivert. I'll be Mm. out there, but then I got to come back in and replenish. I am one of those people, like, I love my alone time. Do not, if you, if I'm on Facebook posting and you call me and I don't answer, don't get mad at me. (laughs) Because this is my time for social media. To post, because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll post and put my phone down and won't look back at it. I'm an ambivert. It's just, that's just, I just need my me time. But then I like being out sometimes. And if we friends and we sitting, we talking next to each other at dinner because I met you through somebody else. Don't think I'm your best friend and call me tomorrow because that is not me. <gasps> that's not me. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, okay, so I'll be I'm not her. I'm the so I'm social in a social setting. And then when I'm home, I'm home. I already got enough friends. I got enough family. I got way too many family members. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I wanted to bring clarity around disagreements versus mindset. And you know, the, like Kendrick was saying, letting your spirit lead you. If somebody is around you that's super negative, super not, you know, just not you in the sense of values. They can't go. But if you yeah. have an agreement, disagree, if I have a disagreement with my sister, um, that doesn't mean she cannot go. So I think for me, it's understanding that in, in putting perspective to what to, to what the topic is today. Because a lot of people, oh, she can't go. She wanna sit up here and do this and do this. She can't, you know, it, I don't want it to be misconstrued. Yeah. Don't want to be so impulsive and everybody just can't go because you just in one of those right. movies either mm-hmm. you know so you mm-hmm. don't but it's the reality of it it definitely is a mindset and like you said i am horrible with staying connected and i have to be mm. honest i am horrible i get it all the time from my best all the time oh you <laughs> you living where you at you, oh. you know so it's like i i that's something i need to work on because don't get me wrong, I think about the person all the time, but right. we were having a kid and I was a single mom. It it, it was a lot. And then a mm. challenging career. It was a lot. So it was a lot to balance. I had to learn, you know, my way and things like that. So I sucked at staying connected. I sucked. But that did not mean I don't care about you. I don't love you. I'm not thinking about you or any of that. It just means I'm trying to get a grip on what's going on in my little area of life 
right here. Yeah, so, you know, stuff like that, I never want like family to think, oh no, she just disconnected from us. And that's not the case. It's just right. life starts to get real and you try to figure mm-hmm. out your groove mm-hmm. and focus on that. And do I need to do better? I, absolutely. I, I think I do. I do. I, I, and, I, and it's definitely a work in progress. And even in partnerships, please, I'll text this person and then the person like, oh, you, you ain't, you ain't texting back. Oh, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah. oh, and they shouldn't, and they shouldn't cut you off, and they shouldn't cut you off. Oh, she can't go because yeah. you're not as connected. Exactly, as maybe they are. People can't believe it or not. Some people can't deal with that because they like, Absolutely. you know, individuals who are kind of like the clingy type, like the, mm-hmm. you know, you always. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I'm that type because if I text you Monday, I'm fine. If we don't talk to Friday. Yeah. Oh, I'm the opposite. If I text you Monday, you got you till s- Monday five and a half minutes later. You all see- your ass is trash. <laughs> Burning hell. I never want to see you again. But look, is that is that based on is that based on the person? Is that based on the individual? It's it's definitely individual based. Like if I know you to be a certain way in my life, and then you showing up funny style, you can yeah. rot in hell. It's, it's yeah, very, I, can, I can agree with that. I can it's agree very it's very subjective and. Let me tell you something. Like we all said, if you're not adding value to my life, yes. Monday and Friday is fine. Because the ones that are adding value, they're getting way more than that. Yeah. Way more than that. They're, they're getting that acknowledgement. But when it comes to family, I feel like family is family and we can just connect regardless if I spoke to you right. or not. You can text me. We could just start back look how long we haven't absolutely absolutely that's what i was gonna say we like every time i come like when i came to new york and the new york crew was super supportive of my endeavor like super supportive and i appreciate you know i i can always appreciate that but there's a friend that i have in harlem one of my good friends i don't talk to her sometimes for three four five months and when we get on the phone girl let me tell you what happened let me see you uh-huh, let me, you know still, so yeah. I, think, right. I think the connection isn't i don't think the connection is the thing i think the mindset is, right. is what we evaluate when we're saying you can't go because even let's go back to the group project even the person in the group project that may have not pulled their weight in the beginning, but recognizes errors in their ways and says, you know what? Let me get I'm what I need to do. Because maybe life was happening. If life was yeah. happening to them and they just couldn't fit whatever in to do their part, that's one thing. But the, you know, the entire time of making excuses, not pulling your weight, not doing what you're supposed to do, that's a mindset thing. It yeah, is not absolutely. me. This is it's not a disconnection. It's a disconnection, but it's not so much of a connection versus mindset because your mind, me, I am highly convicted when I say I'm going to do something and don't do it. Yeah, and yeah. I be sitting up there dreaming about shit I need to do. You know, yeah. I haven't done it yet. You be That's feeling true. bad. You be like, damn, I need to pull my weight. I need to do, even for myself, not even, forget a group. For me, if it's something that, oh, shoot, I need to make this deadline, I go, if I fall asleep on the couch, I bet you I'm going to be dreaming about it because it's going to be in the back of my head. Like, you know, you need to get this done. You said you were going to do it. So, yeah. I, like I said, I keep going back to mindset when it comes to the whole you can't go. 
I agree. Yeah. And I also I also think it's your level of maturity. Like I said, when it comes to projects, when I was younger, like maybe undergrad, absolutely not. You you do I'm telling you about yourself, not yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm sorry, I'm telling you. But as you get older and things like that, you probably like, ugh, they they probably struggling. You have that conversation on the side. Look, what yeah. can I help with? What do you need help with? Da da da. Try to be supportive and things of that nature. So it also it, it's mindset on both ends because you right. know your level of maturity actually you know falls into your overall action and your behaviors. Because I, I know I'm a work in progress myself because yeah. I can very impulsive and shut you down and won't even think twice okay next <laughs> so it's like how long can you do that you just gonna be here by yourself all by, by your yourself. damn self yeah you know yeah. all by yourself and just yeah. be twiddling your thumbs so it's like you know you have to work on you as well yeah and, i mean i mean when it, when it comes down to it when everyone's gonna have you don't want yes men so you're gonna have some conflict and even when you have the conflict or a, a difference in opinion it's about the, like you said, the mindset of why are we disagreeing? Is it, yeah. is it a, a mindset difference or is it like, okay, well, I like red, you like blue. Yes. You know, that's not, that's not a cutoff thing. It's like, okay, well, no. we can agree to disagree, but yeah. if I'm, I'm trying to reach heights in my life and I'm telling you about it. You tell me how I can't do that shit. You, you go, that's you cut yourself off. Don't yeah. get mad with me. Yeah. You cut yourself off for me because I'm, <laughs> if I'm sharing my plan with you and you are like, oh, well, uh, you can't do that shit. Like you can't do that shit. And I don't want to hear you tell me what I can't do anymore. So I'm gonna let you do what you do. As we're wrapping up our conversation, because we're um we're about to you know coming to the end of the uh, end of the episode. One mm -hmm. of the things that I've gathered from this whole conversation is, um, it literally just came to me, and it's like, we all in our self assessments have to understand what our core values are, right? If you are centered on integrity, if you are centered on ambition, that is how you can assess who can go or not. If yeah. someone around you does not align with your core values, I can't be this person who is very big on integrity and my best friend is a thief. Guess what? You can't go with me, thief. You know what I'm saying? Like, and <laughs> I think if we Check your keep an eye on that, keep an eye on the things that are most important to us, we can right. mindfully make the decisions on who can continue and who can't go. And um, I want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to like kind of leave your 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 ending thoughts and the things that you've been able to walk away from this conversation with. I agree with that. I also feel like you have to um, know that it's just going to happen. You're just going to automatically know who's going to be there, who's not going to be there. It's not something that you have to sit and continue to jot right. down and, oh, this person did this on this day. This person did that on that day. It's just going mm -hmm. to happen. And you're going to be, look, 2021. And I'm like, dang, I used to know her, her, mm -hmm. her, her. Mm -hmm. And it just, it didn't happen. And it's okay. And you have to be okay and content with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. And do you wish them? Well, absolutely, you do. But you are on your own journey. Everybody has their own path. It's not necessarily for everybody to, during your journey, pick up, pick up, pick up. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. You can leave them right where they are. Right. And Martine and Judy, y'all make a great point because it's like, like you said, they just fall off. It's not something you yeah. have to. There's a uh, quote that says, why, why cut off what you can untie? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes Ooh. you can let things just 
kind of just go by the wayside. And like Marquis said, when you look up again, oh, I ain't talked to Ashley in such a long time. I pray everything is okay with her and her daughter. I wish her the best, you know, but mm-hmm. I hope all is well with her and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not like it's something like you have to do unless it's that type of person. Now, we do have some bitches mm-hmm. and niggas That's around here. That's rotten in hell. <laughs> discipline to do what's best for my life what good am i to you anyway oh wow you know what I'm if i can't make those hard decisions of what needs to happen for me to get to that next level mm-hmm. how am i adding value to your life because i can't really add value to my life because there's no value there because i haven't defined that so it's very important that like you said it's, gonna, it's not really a hard thing it sounds more harsh than it really is because like at the end of the day most people just kind of fall off mm-hmm. and what happens after they fall off i'm gonna show them that love um, some people might come back. They might. I might get down the road and turn around. And, oh, are you back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if it's real, if it's real, it should be no awkwardness. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Caught up. Cool. Let's keep it mm-hmm. moving. Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Choose yourself Absolutely. first. Pour from. You can't pour from a half full vessel. So until I can get myself to a, a level of overflowing, I'm no good to myself and nobody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. That's that's it, y'all. I uh, I I hope that we covered on anything and everything that you guys wanted us to cover. And if not, please remember that you can write in, email us at h e y y y y cousin at gmail.com. Thank you for coming back to season two, and thank you to cousin Martine for coming in. We have had an amazing first episode with you. We're so Absolutely. excited for the rest of the season, and uh, we will see y'all. Love y'all. Hey, cousin.